0: Will, Rob, and Rich. We uh, love the Fantasy Football Hangover podcast.
1: Welcome to 2019 and episode 19 of the Fantasy Football Hangover podcast. But this week we discuss Tony Adams' suit, Neil Etheridge's smart car, Pep's jardigan, read extracts from our best Christmas football biographies, and look ahead to game week 22. Let's go. Hello! Happy hey. New Year! Happy New Year, everyone! New Year
0: episode Can't nineteen. Can't say that for
1: too much longer now. No, it's unacceptable. When is no, it unacceptable?
0: Like, I think like a cut off a
1: week.
2: Third of January probably yeah. first, would have been. Yeah, this week
1: whenever you've been back at work for more than two days, that's when it counts. Yeah, if you're at work, that is. If you're not, you just keep saying it until <laughs> really Yeah, exactly. Until your family kick you out. Yeah, but yeah, twenty nineteen is here yeah and we are in episode 19, which we obviously did deliberately Yeah, planned It's about perfectly You got any New Year's resolutions, anyone? No, I don't really go in for them I Gen- them for a January? few years January?
0: No Touch my ahead. toes
1: Touch your toes <laughs> Keep
0: trying I can't touch my toes, so I'm going to go this, for this it This is
1: the year Yeah Yeah, not doing dry January No a popular one I, Someone on their
2: Twitter suggested try January Which try is trying January. a different beer every day or a different wow. alcoholic beverage every day of January, which I think is a great idea. It is, that's pretty
0: heavy. Every day. Trying
2: something new, yeah. Alcoholic. Yeah. yeah. Every day. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. like, just one.
0: That's that's right. Yeah. I mean, after Christmas, though, where you don't really have that break from drinking and your lower back starts to ache, mm. you, you insist it's age, but you know it's your kidneys. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: know. I mean dangerous. You could do it weekly,
0: couldn't you, or something. Like, when you go out, I'm not going to have Yeah, I'll yeah.
1: have that's a good shout. That's quite. So we're kind of doing it a little bit with our drinks today, aren't we? We're, yeah, non-alcoholic. We're trying non-alcoholic <laughs> beers just to. It's a, it's a tough tough day of the week, but you know, give us a bit of energy and less less lethargy tomorrow morning, maybe. But have you heard of Janie Harry?
0: Heard about Harry? No, oh, no, I didn't know. What is, is it? It's
1: not really one for us, but it's one for our female listeners, where the ladies have been encouraged just to let the hair grow. Oh, body hair, body hair, yeah, right, wherever it gr- grows, and you normally, you know, look after it responsibly. Be irresponsible,
0: so full month's growth.
1: Yeah, I might do that. You know, yeah, <laughs> not much difference to my appearance. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm going to try
0: not shaving for this
2: month. We've all got bit be- full beards, so
1: it's yeah. Uh... There's veganery. Yeah, well. yeah, Quite, it it's impossible really
0: to pronounce. Isn't it doesn't it?
1: really work, does it? On the pun on the month name, but Veganary, yeah. again. Yeah, no, I, don't, I, I can't do them. I try and do Monday to Friday without a drink, and then. Going to go wild, yeah! <laughs> Smash it all in on the weekend. Live for the like weekend. Sixty units beer bust, on my cornflakes, yeah. but um,
2: yeah. So there it is 2019. Yeah, so we're all currently drinking a Brewdog Nanny State, which I think is widely perceived as one of the best. No, no, it's 0.5%, isn't it? So very low. Yeah, alcohol. Um, I think it's widely conceived to be one of the best ones. I, I, I certainly enjoy it. My mum really enjoys it. That's nice so that much. Well, I,
1: yeah, I've heard a lot of things about the Heineken. Not mm. percent. Well, a lot of people drinking that, which is that, interesting. Which is a seamless link. On my way here today, I was passing
2: through King's Cross, St Pancras train station terminal. Yes. And uh, a lady was handing out mini cans of the Heineken Zero. I've got four of them here. They're just all a they're like lady? proper small. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. The shopping sh- bag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "I hate these. It's disgusting. Yeah. You should have them." As the pigeons um, flew No, it was yeah. a part of some magazine thing, but okay. I don't know what it was. The promotion <laughs> that I a threw away the magazine <laughs> And got the, uh, got the beers <laughs> You know what you
0: like Yeah Well we can do a little compare and contrast Can't yeah. we? Yeah so
2: we'll work our way through And there's some other non-alcoholic drinks That we've got lined up So yes. uh, yeah we'll we'll put those on the socials as well afterwards
1: Yeah Great so it's good to be back We've got a full show to look forward to Yeah Six and sixty coming up Got a little Sari for you. Sorry, I haven't a clue question. Excellent. Right. We've got a best of, worst of based on our festive homework. Yeah. We're back to TCTs, Toddler Captain Tips. We'll recap the scores and we'll have a new one. And then we'll look ahead to Game Week 22. So let's have a little look back first, a festive recap, because we did a kind of blockbuster recording session to cover the festive period, didn't yeah. we? And yeah. we tipped. Uh, two players each who we thought would do well over yeah. the festive period. So, how did you get on, Will? Have you got your so yeah, I'm just going, going through here. Yep. So, I tipped David Luiz, yeah,
2: and Luke Fabianski. So, David Luiz got 22 points in the four games. So, Good. you do the math. Done well. Yeah, Lots. something like six, about just less than six <laughs> points per game. So yeah, very did very well. Um, he, I, my main reason I actually sold him. Uh, I sold Alonso and brought him in because he was dance out cheaper yeah. and was outscoring Alonso at the point when I brought him in and he did very well for me. And yeah. then Fabianski, no clean sheets, but he always gets saves save points. Yeah. So he got me a nine point return over those uh, four game weeks. Which Unless, isn't uh, still got good isn't brilliant, but actually ahead. not many goalkeepers did much better apart from Neil
1: Etheridge. On, so yeah. um it's penalty save, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Rich? How are your tips?
0: Yeah, they did. I well, I picked Snodgrass, who Snodded. I just transferred out, and he didn't do so well. He got six points. He just doesn't like you picking him. No, he? I don't but think he does. you've got him in your he team. He
2: was sort of the latest in the line of midfielders like Ross Barkley and Torreira, yeah. who everyone brings yeah. in because it's, they have like two good games. I thought, I'm guilty of this as well.
1: Yeah, and uh, and then it's always my fear with, with the budget players, and you get them at the end of that run of four or five games that they're just going to go quiet. And he did unfortunately. He but he did. could still be back, couldn't he?
0: Yeah. He could, yeah. And then I had Lucas Dinier of Everton who got nineteen points, which is pretty decent. Seventeen in one game though. Yes. I read that
2: eight out of ten, so I guess eighty out of a hundred of the
1: top hundred managers in FPL have didn't you? And, and, the, and Everton's fixtures are looking yeah. very good coming up as well, which we'll touch on shortly. But so I had Trippier, who who was rested for a game but got sixteen points, which is Pretty decent, mm. and I still think you know. Again, Tottenham have got good fixtures coming up, and I had Rashford, which was probably oh, my finest, which I kind of wish I'd followed, which I didn't have enough money to. But he, yeah, got... I, lo- I love when we tip players. And yeah, they and don't and ignore the <laughs> ignore twice, <teams>. <laughs> you idiot. What are you talking about? Yeah, so he got thirty-one points, and he's the most transferred in player ahead of game week twenty-two yeah. as well. Cue him never scoring any more points <laughs> ever again. <laughs> so, shall we move on to this week six and six? Let's look forward, yeah. shall we? <laughs>
0: 60, six 60, six 60, six 60, six right okay, so first up, I've got Nathan Redmond, who is benefiting from the Ralph Hasenhudel revolution. Um, he's only 5.2 million. He's got 24 points his last four games. And he has Leicester, Everton, Crystal Palace, and Burnley coming up. And then, secondly, is our favourite Neil Etheridge. Uh, he's yeah. made 79 saves, one less than Fabianski. He's got Huddersfield, Newcastle, Arsenal, and Bournemouth.
2: Okay, so I have gone for Jamie Vardy. He was rested against Newport yesterday in their crushing defeat. Uh, But away at Southampton, so I kind of feel like he's going to be wanting revenge for their defeat against Newport. And then... uh, (laughs) (laughs) And then Miliovevic, it's easy for you to say, 6.1 million... Got Watford, uh, four goals in seven games, set-piece master. Really
1: quickly, I've got Jordan Pickford, 5 million, 13.8% owned. Got Bournemouth, Southampton, Huddersfield and Wolves next. And then Ericsson at Tottenham. Man United. then they've got Fulham, Watford and Newcastle. I didn't make that easy for you. <laughs> no, I it's <know>, <laughs> no, really fast no. there. Yeah. You go on that Newport. Got into it. You love Newport. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're you're Newport. <laughs> Newport, sorry. <laughs> just, just obsessed. Yeah.
2: Did you watch the Newport Leicester game? Mm-mm. I caught the good bits. Yeah, yeah. I-, I watched from the Leicester equalizer onwards basically.
1: Magic Killer Cup. I know proper M A M. It was good. Did you know there was I know it was live on the BBC as well, but when Leicester scored they had a shot of the crowd and it was a classic someone on the BBC must have been you know, panicking. A big gobby fan looking at the camera going F off, you <laughs> Right at the camera Doing the special hand gesture as well It's like, oh, uh, man. oh no, I dude. did see quite a few
2: special hand gestures There are a lot yeah. of fans Who obviously are not used to their team Ever being on TV And they were getting very excited But they've had good, good cup tradition Newport, Newport haven't football? they In the last Oh no, this, years. this was the
1: Leicester fans That's why it was I Almost worse, yeah, yeah
0: So um, do you see they were Chanting at Gary Lineker Yes they doing yeah. on Twitter Gary and yeah. Garrett's score it like, took in good humour, didn't it Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. quite nice
2: Yeah, it did well yeah, It was lovely sure. stuff so uh, yeah, I, we've talked before before this about Nathaniel Klein because yeah. I was um, I was looking at him. He's obviously moved on loan to Bournemouth. Mm. and Rich said he was looking at him for a potential tip, but neither of us went
0: with him. Why didn't you go for him for a start? I just think Bournemouth ship loads of goals and they're yeah. out of form. But he was—I mean, a few years ago he was like a must-have for Liverpool, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, he was I mean, absolutely brilliant.
2: he the assists, isn't he? Because he, yeah. you know, gets gets those assists. So I think it'd be interesting for him. Do you know how much he is?
0: Five point two. I oh know maybe it's less. I think
2: it might be four point nine. Yeah, I think you're right. You it, it's uh, it's not much, but I'm gonna look at him. But I'm I'm holding my transfer. I'm not gonna use it. Okay. Um, so I'm yeah. I'm I'm sticking with my team. But yeah. um,
0: I went transfer mad over Christmas. I just did, I, didn't I, I saved you my wild card it. for so long. I played it. It went disastrously. I looking at transfers and I just wanted to basically get rid of half the team. So I played my new wild card. Pretty much the minute it arrived.
1: So. <laughs> Double wild card. So you hailed yeah. off playing your original wild card yeah, to well, the 11th hour. Well, the
0: thing is, I didn't follow my own advice. But originally, like the, the, the advice that you seem to hear a lot is if it's going well, don't yeah, be leave and it. drastic. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, but it's going to expire soon. And I've got to use it. And there's so many games coming out thick and fast and there's a couple of players I wanted. It's just a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. I should have just let it expire. I so. think I played my bench
2: boost over Christmas. Did you? Yeah. Did you? I think Not so, one week. <laughs> It <laughs> I think you me. did Yeah I think I did It It, it, it was alright for me Was that me. after
1: a couple of drinks? Yeah
2: Yeah. Well I took a 12 point hit over Christmas mm. so After too many drinks <laughs> That <laughs> went I mean, well though know, didn't it?
1: That was genius. Yeah the
2: 12 point hit actually worked very well Because I got Pogba in at the height of his... Oh, so good. ...powers. Yeah. So that worked well for me. And I got Kane. I just won Kane and Pogba, so I had to just make some moves to do and it. You
0: got Luiz in as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah
2: I, it was, that was when I got rid of Alonso. Got so Louisian.
1: Nathaniel Klein is £4.4 4 million 4 million. Oh, and only oh, yeah. owned by 0. 0.3 at the moment. So he it's could be, be popular in the coming about. weeks, couldn't he? Yeah. What do yeah. you think about Nasri at West Ham, other than having an annoying face? I think he's a spend force. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I've just... It's who was it they they above. signed
1: someone similar last season didn't they um, a defender was it Arbeloa or someone like that Zavoletta oh and Evra as well didn't they yeah Evra what happened to Evra He,
0: uh, he might barely played didn't he? I don't yeah. know I <laughs> yeah.
1: no idea they have a habit of doing they that they sort
2: the of big name
1: players he must be 40 now
2: was he banned he- as well? Like, because Nasri had just come back from a drug ban. Hasn't yeah, he was. Did ever for have a similar Folly in
1: that fan? Yeah, it's right. it's, yeah, not yeah.
2: yeah, not yeah, not for drugs. We should say just for kicking someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe they were
1: holding drugs. That's why I kicked yeah. them. <laughs> I need those. Kids. Fighting the good fight. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've got a Sari for you both. Actually, oh yes, getting back into the the swing of. So sorry, I haven't a clue. I asked you a question. You guess your answer unless you know it you can you can offer it out and I'll give you the correct answer towards the end of the show this is slightly based on our best of worst of it comes from Harry Redknapp's 2013 autobiography Harry and um, there's going to be a blank of a name of a player and you have to tell me or guess who that player is I don't know 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 and then there was Blank Blank, a one off. He bridged the gap. He had professionalism of the foreign players, but ferocious attitude of the British. He was 37 when I took him. He played two seasons for us and ended up as Hammer of the Year in 2001. He was some guy, the only player I've seen turn out with a broken ankle.
2: Ooh, wow. 37. Wow. Yeah, so I would immediately I think... lean towards Stuart Pierce on there. But okay.
0: did
1: he say he was foreign though? Oh, did he? No. Didn't oh say no! He, was foreign. he said he was British.
0: Oh, yeah. Ah, well, then Stuart Pearce is probably a good shout, or a goalie, thirty-seven. Well, how old was Ian Wright when they took him? He oh yeah, young, but, I, know, I think he was maybe slightly younger. Yeah, yeah. Stuart
2: Pearce pay, played until he was forty.
0: Yeah, he did, did he? go
1: there late. He did well, didn't he? Well, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. well, I'll, I'll reveal the answer now. later. Okay.
1: And um yeah, there's our sixteen sixty for everyone to get into as you contemplate transfers. Hmm next season, I, l- I love the fact you got Neil back in there. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Big Neil. I, I've, got I've
0: re-signed him. He is uh, has the potential to set a new Premier League record, which is four consecutive penalty saves. So he, he saved, saved two, two in a row, two in a row, really? two in a row, and then obviously, if he saves the next penalty yeah. he faces, he'll, he'll hold a record,
1: which would be quite good. We like Neil, don't we? Yeah, we he's love his hair. There. We were discussing off the record what Kari what might try. I'm just, I'm trying to see if I can find it. I'm popping it into uh, Being
2: uh, I reckon he's got Like a Honda Civic <laughs> Smart car, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Honda smart smart car. <laughs> <laughs> a, a smart car A goalie in a smart it's that, car It's that exactly. Kind of A lot of hair product like, That Snazzy Kind of Early 2000s Boy band hair Isn't it I can't find a photo Of him in his car So If anyone has one Of Neil in his car Please send it to me Maybe us. he
2: doesn't drive Must Gets trace. the bus oh, That'd be nice Or <laughs> rides a bike
1: Yeah I love Rides from. a bicycle He's a good
2: Not guy Not a motorbike Not like Carlo Could <laughs>
0: every four computers now have primary
1: control of critical vehicle functions. Drop us a line Fantasy Football Hangover via our socials. We're on Twitter at FFHangover. We're also on Instagram and Facebook Fantasy Football Hangover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so should we move into our best of worst of yeah. based on our festive homework from Will absolutely
2: So yeah, this week's best of worst of uh, If you remember before Christmas I mean these guys obviously will remember But listeners might not I very kindly and graciously bought these two lads A Christmas (laughs) present Which was a famous footballer or manager's autobiography Also We put it out of a bag Famously not reciprocated Not reciprocated No no, No, absolutely not but that's fine. It's uh, noted. It's all in the... It was the book. <laughs> so Rob picked uh, Harry Redknapp's book out of a bag. Yeah. And Rich picked uh, Kevin Keegan's book out of a bag. And I got left with Roy Keane's autobiography, his first autobiography from 2002. So I'll kick us off with a bit of uh, Roy Keane. So my... I'll start with the worst of, because it's quite early on in the book. Um And he does carry on with in this vein it, throughout the book. He has a really interesting knack of naming sort of films that he was watching at certain points during his career so this uh, in the prologue it starts with him talking about him leaving the World Cup famously in in the
1: storm where he Is he proud of the fact he was watching films?
2: Um, No it's more just like I was on the flight and I watched Uh, this film Mm. and then gives a very vague opinion about it. So it's kind of like reference points for him. (laughs) Yeah so he sort of, I don't know whether he just Keeps a record of this or just always remembers. He's not like Michael Owen, who's only ever seen Seabiscuit. <laughs> never seen. Um, but he so, so uh, yeah, on his way back from uh, Hong Kong, he had to do a stopover in Hong Kong on the, on the way back from the World Cup in 2002. He says, I watched a video Denzel Washington in training day. Not very good. <laughs> and this is it They're out He won't give like full He won't give details Of why it wasn't very good nothing Just it's adds not it in good. And says it's not very good And it's very often Negative as well In fact one of the only Things he's positive about Is how much he used To love Neighbours
1: yeah. <laughs> Really He
2: talks in quite a lot Of depth He's met like After about 40 pages He's mentioned Neighbours three times <laughs> And how much so, he loves Kylie Minogue Do you think
1: Yeah I wonder if he took a little journal Of all these films he'd watched Yeah And a little notebook Not yeah. very good Average but not very good Such a, It's like one of our beer reviews <laughs> Yeah Training day <laughs> I mean, also, It isn't very good
2: I, I was uh, going to say I think it's alright It's, it's okay. like Yeah um, sort of it's quite a fun And quite a good film to watch on a plane I'd yeah. say It's Is quite
0: it, octane High octane isn't Are there, there? any yeah. that, he's,
2: that he's liked uh, Not that I've come to No I'm to see if I'm finding any. Yeah I mean it, It's Nothing. good But he does come across very well he, He's very honest in this book As you can imagine um, He does He does like Fawlty Towers I've just turned the oh, page And uh, <laughs> On the flight I watched some DVDs Fawlty Towers Good old Basil He could manage Ireland <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that so that's kind of what upset me about the book. But the best bits are, and I know. I said by about page forty, he's already mentioned neighbours twice. Well, by page forty-two, he's already been punched in the face twice. Wow! And on page thirty-eight, this is he talks about. So he's he, by this point, he's joined Nottingham Forest, and he's had a good first sort of six months there, mm. up until um, up until the cri- uh, Christmas time, I think. And he gets into uh, gets into a bit of a bit of a mess up against Crystal Palace um in the FA Cup and that was ninety one, so the season that Forrest got to the FA Cup final and lost to Spurs in the famous Gaza oh, final. Oh yeah yeah. And uh he so he basically made a bit of a um back pass to Mark Crossley, yeah. um, made a mistake there, and then John Solarco got got hold of the ball and scored an equaliser and then it went to a replay. Right. So He says, when I walked into the dressing room after the game, Clough punched me straight in the face. (laughs) Don't pass the ball back to the goalkeeper, he screamed as I lay on the floor, him standing over me. I was hurt and shocked, too shocked to do anything but nod my head in agreement. My honeymoon with Clough and professional football was over. Dressing rooms can be hard, unforgiving places. Being knocked down by Clough was part of my learning curve. Knowing the pressure he was under, I didn't hold this incident against him. He never said sorry, but the following week I was given a few days off to go home to Cork. So, yeah, God, I, and that God. I feel like is the making of yeah. like, hey, that incident. Is that the spark? It feels like a seminal moment in his career. And I guess Clough would have left Forest probably three seasons later, two yeah. seasons later. And he was already on the very much on the downward spiral in terms of his. Alcoholism and right. taking bungs and the the bad side of cluff that we know about and yeah. uh, and and that kind of yeah feels like that
1: really affects That's Unbelievable, isn't Roy. it? That age, especially the age of football, we're in now a really. manager to even strike Square, him yeah over, and knock like, him punch down. him in the face and knock him over. Yeah, and in fact on Roy. that that trip
2: back to Cork that he referenced is the second time he gets punched in the face, and that's by some random guy in a club in Cork. Right, um, I, don't, I don't think took kindly to the fact that he. He got offered his first chance to play for Ireland and um, turned it down because he wanted to uh, um, play in the FA Cup for right. Forest. Right, and it was uh, oh no, it wasn't the FA Cup. It was the uh, Coca Cola Cup, or whatever it was called at the time. And um, it was a big, big game Cup? against Barnsley or something like that. And uh, Clough said he wanted him there, so right. he chose Forest over Ireland. And I think it didn't go very down very well in yeah. Ireland. <laughs> So oh, yeah, poor old Roy. That's that's where I got to with uh, yeah. with Kino, but um, it's a it's a really good book. Is I'm it? looking forward to getting more into it. And when was uh, it from? Sorry, 2002. 2002. 2002. So he's Manchester United captain. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, still kind of at the a tail ends, but the peak of his career yes.
0: really. so you haven't quite got to the old Alfie Inga Harland no, and, and,
1: and all that kind of nonsense oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that's the good stuff isn't it oh, what So, what, what have you got Rich from your Keegan what's the Keegan well, book
0: called it's called Touching Distance yeah. um, and it is about Kevin Keegan's time <laughs> at Newcastle so it's told from different players staff and a couple of fans who were around that time in, in Newcastle history And it's, it, I I knew he'd gone there as a player Briefly for two years But I didn't realise yeah. quite the impact he'd had Because the club were kind of on the verge of relegation To, to Division 2 And he came And it, It's it's what's really amazing is it Because we spoke a little bit on the show About um, that we all love Keegan And mm-hmm. he's a really positive character But that's what really shines through in this book Um Everyone who talks about him, players, fans, are just overwhelmed by him as a man and a human being. And the story is kind of that he goes there and they, they couldn't believe he signed for them at the time because he'd he'd come for he'd been at Hamburg where he'd won the equivalent of the Ballon d'Or twice. right? And then he'd gone to Southampton and then he dropped down to Division 2 to play for Newcastle because he's founding the Geordies and he kind of sensed something was happening there. And it, yeah. it, Newcastle's gates had fallen to like an all-time low, but for, for the, his first game, yeah, he couldn't get a ticket beyond 12pm on the day. There were right. 5,000 people outside. And then right. when he scored, there's all these stories like, of all these grown men kind of just like this euphoric moment, how it was destined to be. And he stayed there two years and he basically took them back to the top division. I didn't and realize. then he moved Yeah, on. I didn't realise yeah. that. But it, the, the tale was really of how he kind of not only revitalised the club, but because the club was such the centre of... Um, the community in the northeast, mm. in Newcastle that he kind of almost revitalised the town right? and it's just like all these lots of the players who then went on to play for him were Geordies yeah. uh, people like Lee Clark and Steve Howie and a lot of them were at the game that he had made his debut or knew about it or their fathers knew about it or the people they worked with in the factory knew about mm. it and it's just like it, I didn't realise quite the impact he'd had on Newcastle Like, I mean I guess that Newcastle side when he took over, which I think was ninety two or ninety three, um, you know, I was sort of twelve, and you remember them being the great entertainers and this yeah, incredible yeah. team. And um, but it, what was interesting was how he really drove the positivity. Like he came in and he agreed to sort when he came back as manager, they were on the verge of going down, and he agreed to stay to the end of the season. He said, "I'll only come back on certain conditions." And what, like, the first thing he did was he. He fumigated the training ground. He had all the dressing rooms repainted and he just tried to create this environment of positivity. So the players came back and were like, wow, something's going on here. Okay. Um, and it's just, yeah, his energy and enthusiasm just seems relentless. You just like just adore him yeah, through yeah. this book. there's um, Yeah, and he's, like, he's planning. So he brought in Andy Cole at a point okay. when they uh, were going to be in the premiership as a premiership player and then they lost him. He'd already lined up Les Ferdinand, and and it just it kind of makes you want to be a Newcastle fan slightly. Oh, I know, not probably <laughs> currently under Benitez, but it's kind of this yeah, relentless no, optimism, and this they all talk about this feeling that they felt like when he was there, anything was possible. Yeah, of there course, aren't many it, it stories like
1: that, are they? Those they don't always work out. Those stories, do they? If-
0: no. Heroes coming the back, old yeah. Old
1: hero returning to local club.
0: Yeah, and it's, it kind of covers, you know, obviously he brought in Ginler, and he brought back Beardsley and then he brought mm. in Faustino Asprey and they kept just building and building this yeah. team. But I mean, it does reference the point, they they never defended, they never coached defence. They, but all the players talk about how much they enjoyed the sessions. They would just go in, he would always take part in all the sessions, him and Terry McDermott, who's brought back as his assistant. Um, they'd always play head tennis against the players. Right. And he'd always be at the, the ground, and like the young players, like Lee Clark and, and Steve Howey, were coming through, he said he'd just invite them in his office. They sit around watching TV with him and just hang out with neighbours. Him, Kev, who was like a hero to everyone. Neighbours, yeah, he doesn't reference neighbours. I don't like, know why he likes to watch. He he they horses. wouldn't actually coach defence. No, they just played five side pretty much That's brilliant. the whole time. <laughs> That's and they just, brilliant. But everyone Imagine just that talks now. about how how much they loved it. They just went in and they just played quick games and they just right. blew teams away. Like you know, yeah. they could just. Yeah, I mean, Arsene Wenger did it for a while as well. I don't think he coached defence. That didn't end too well in the end. But
1: it's yeah, yeah. a
0: great book. Like, um, Yeah, we'll, I'm sure we'll do a swap and walk around. And we'll yeah,
1: um, yeah, I like to you. Harry, actually, he mentioned, you talked about how Spritio there's an interesting bit in Harry's book about, um, I forget the name of the player, a West Ham player that they brought in from Chile. He was the captain of Chile at the time and just how there was no support for for international players that come over. Mm. It's like, here's your house. Is your car? This is where you need to be for training. Yeah. And this guy just lost it. His wife hated it. They, did, you know, his car broke down. He Didn't know who to ring. And just how they didn't have that infrastructure that they have now. Wow. You know that, that kind of early two thousands when it was just get the biggest names, but we don't really know how to look after them. It was quite interesting. But there was a really good book, and Harry's about his uh, one of his early memories of going to a game with his dad. Um, when oh nice, no, which we touched was 12. upon. Twelve, yeah, yeah. childhood memories, yeah. which. Um, yeah, we've we've touched on a couple of times, haven't we? Mm. Um, I'll read you a little section because it's a great story of a different era of football. Um, I remember just before my 12th birthday going up to Sheffield to see Arsenal play in the FA Cup fifth-round replay. It took about six hours on the train. When we got there, Dad and Uncle Jimmy disappeared into a pub and I was left standing outside with a packet of crisps. The match was rotten too. Jack Kelsey, our Welsh international goalkeeper, broke his arm and Dennis Evans, the left-bat, had to go and goal. There were no substitutes in those days. Just before the match a, th- a thick fog came over And we couldn't see a thing We didn't have a clue What was going on Except for the odd cheer From the home crowd And Arsenal lost 3-0 After that We had to wait For the first train At 7 the next morning oh, 7 wow. the next morning wow. To get home It was 6 hours To get back to London I got through the door And grasped the old man up How was it My mum asked Well It was a long wait Standing outside the pub mum I said <laughs> You what? You left him outside a pub? Wallop Have that <laughs> <There> Okay. <you go. laughs>
2: So, so, the you... theme of our books is getting punched. Yeah. yeah.
1: Here. I mean, that is brilliant. That Can is you good. imagine that? I mean, even now, just leaving a kid outside the pub on a match day is absurd. Yeah. But having to wait till seven the next morning Jeez. to get a train home, that's dedication, is yeah, I didn't right. even know Harry was an Arsenal fan either, did you? No, did you I didn't know that? that. No, I didn't. Yeah, that's where all his family supported Arsenal, so he grew up as an Arsenal sure. fan. And there's a really nice story in there, which, um, you know, is worth looking up about. When he was at Portsmouth, and Paul Merson had a, his, all his gambling problems, and he needed to pay someone off thirty grand in cash, and he, need, he gave the money to Harry in his office before a game. And Harry didn't know where to put it. He didn't want to leave it laying around. So that day, the, the game Portsmouth were playing Millwall, I think Harry, who usually wore a suit, on the touchline wore a tracksuit so he could stuff the money within the track suit. <laughs> and he said, about twenty minutes in, he gets up to give some instructions and he could feel the money slipping down his trouser legs. So he kind of waddled back like someone who just wet themselves <laughs> and sat down, and all the all the medical staff and everyone else on the coaching team kept asking him if he was all right, because he didn't move after that. He didn't get up once more, because he was so scared of the money falling out of <laughs> That is hilarious. Of, they're all £50 pound notes. Wow. But yeah, there's there's some really good stories in there. Yeah,
0: yeah Gaffer, just a just here, um,
2: yeah. That's Brilliant, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely brilliant. Have you got any others from from yours? No, nothing. But I mean, you talking about Newcastle? I've I, I think I'd started it before Christmas, but um, the Sunderland till I die series oh, on yeah. Netflix. Which, if you haven't seen, I would thoroughly recommend. Yeah, just kind of it really brings home that that point you were making about Newcastle about the how much football means to the city, and you can see that through that that series. It's just you know seeing Sunderland go down means so much to those.
1: That's like why they were in three, four as well, right?
2: Yeah, so it, yeah. it's the season after they got relegated to the Premier League. So last season, yeah. And I think the documentary makers probably assumed that they were going to go straight back up. Yeah, but uh, right. it didn't quite go to plan.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's
0: great, isn't it? Yeah,
2: it is good, and it, it's. Re- I mean, it's really interesting. Chris Coleman comes in and actually does, or you know, that I think they quite respected him throughout, and he seemed like a thoroughly decent guy. Yeah, they the, loved the, him. The, the, The woman in the canteen, like, after he'd been fired... Yeah. So he got fired in the penultimate game of the season because they got relegated by that point and they they decided to part company with him under new ownership. And uh, he texts all the staff just being like, it's been a pleasure working with you. And and they all, like, really liked him and it Mm. came across very well. Although he did, as I put on... uh, I think I put on Twitter this week, my favourite quote from it was... uh, after the relegation match, a fan ab- approached him after the match oh, yeah. and was having a go at him and uh, called him a prick. And Chris Coleman's retort was, Are "You calling me a prick? I've got a wife and six kids." Which I don't <laughs> even understand what that is as a retort.
0: It was kind like, of odd, yeah. wasn't it? It was just one rogue fan in the car park,
2: yeah. wasn't it? After the game, it was but he was what I, they, a security guard had to like separate them. It looked like they were going to have a break. Really? yeah. were like, the wife yeah. and
1: six kids there. No. no.
2: Yeah, it's like weird. weird. I I had to watch it again to make sure, and then I even had to Google that he's got six kids
0: because I was like, what (laughs) the hell?
2: He's quite young. He doesn't seem like he's going to have six kids,
0: but he does. That was the only negative thing about him, really, isn't it? I mean, apart from the fact he took him down. But yeah, but but, it was was Simon Grayson's fault, you know. It
2: wasn't. It was just bad. Is he the chairman? No, he was the previous manager. Okay, but they went through four and. Including Roy Keane, I think. He was managing them at one point, yeah, wasn't he, he a, a was, while yeah. back? But sure. yeah. Probably mention seamlessly
1: segue into correspondence because um, superficial acquaintance of the show, Richard Skidmore, mentioned that uh, that documentary over Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he mentioned it was worth looking into. So. It is. It's very good. And yeah. in, in, a, in a juxtaposition to
2: the um, Man City documentary as well on, on Amazon, it's yes. you know, yeah, very I'll interesting. To see that. But one thing that really... Johnny Williams, who is a Palace player, yeah. still. No, he's just left actually. Has he just yeah. left? He he was at Forest on loan for a while, yeah. but he was on loan at Sunderland last right. season, and they signed him on the back of knowing he was injury prone and, and right. what have you. And he came in and immediately got an injury and bait, uh, hardly played at all. And there's a really interesting episode where he talks in quite detail about. Being, feeling depressed about mm. the fact he wasn't playing really? and he, they show him in counselling and stuff I like know. that it's really good to see that represented on, on yeah. the TV especially around football like yeah. him he's basically just like I've been in uh, eight clubs in six years or something like that because he just moves around on loan yeah. I mean, and he was just saying how lonely he was he was thinking about getting a dog but you know like, yeah, like, like was... really just kind of sat there just re- really felt sorry for me just wanted to give him a big hug and I think it's really Brave of him to talk about that on a Netflix series, yeah, yeah. a big series like that, um, in a in a world that isn't where mental health is not discussed enough. So yeah. it was really interesting.
0: Some massive taboo. Yeah. So he came across really vulnerable, didn't he? And you really, really felt for him because it you could see he was almost on the point of breakdown. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, really he had a lot of potential. I, don't think that old Policy, either, I think he's He's a really he's good still, player. Yeah. Really good player. It's a shame.
2: And he played. He played for Wales at the Euros. Yeah, he didn't did, he? didn't he? Yeah. yeah, he was a super sub. Yeah, yeah. for Coleman. God, tell you what, not
0: drinking makes us really serious, doesn't it? It does. I take us down really serious. Well, roots. Speaking of drinking, there was one little bit I forgot to mention that one of one of the things that all the players eulogised about under Kevin Keegan's Newcastle were the joys of Keyside in, in Newcastle really? and the kind of going out culture. They, they all seem to get across on famously. Um, and then the nightlife down the quayside and the ladies it was a little bit um, (laughs) a little bit from um, Keith Gillespie who uh, Uh, he went to them when Andy Cole went to United yeah yeah he just said, uh, I just remember walking into Jimmy's and pressing the button for half-price drinks, he adds. I thought it was in Magaluf, but it's colder. I'm on holiday. That's how it felt. You're getting his club straight away. You'd walk right to the front of the queue, but there's never any, any, never animosity. No punters calling you. They were slapping you on the back as you went in. Then you get the female attention, which was fantastic. You'd be standing there thinking, I'm looking great tonight. I could have been wearing anything. It was like that. You get caught up in it. I was 25, and it was fantastic. Yeah, I got divorced. Yeah, thank you, Keyside."
1: yeah oh, really? God, it's all Keyside's fault. All Keys yeah, Keyside's fault. Yeah, definitely Keyside's fault. That is good. So, have you guys had any other correspondence? Yeah. Well, over Christmas, I put out um,
2: um a thing on Twitter of which FPL player or which footballer would you most like to go for a pint with? Yes. You oh see. yeah. We had some good responses. Quite a few people said uh, Mo Salah because it'd be a cheap cheap round because he doesn't cheap drink. Day, yeah. <laughs> um, Chippers 34 said uh, Matt Doherty looked like a good lad and he'd like to go for a drink with him. Yeah, fair enough. Um, we talked about Jamie Vardy, I think. Was, that was lad. someone we, we'd like. And then um, Generic Hash said uh, <laughs> Brooksy, Brooksy would be a cheap date as well. A couple of Smirnoff ices for him. <laughs> uh, and, and, and he'd be pissed because he's so little. But um yeah. So that was that, and then uh, I already mentioned the the try January rather than uh, dry January, and then uh, FPL Tuner Two recommended a podcast, not a football podcast actually, but um, there's a podcast that I I have listened to in the past called Walking the Dog, which is a Sunday Times podcast. So a journalist called Emily Dean who goes on just walks around London with her dog and, okay. and famous people and their dogs. Um, okay. And if they don't have dogs, then they get one from the Battersea Dogs Home oh, no, or so Dogs Trust, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's nice. But it's it's very natural. They just go on, on walks and talk about dogs, but also talk about their lives. It's very yeah. interesting. Oh, but um, nice. Matt Ford, who is, uh, he is a stand-up comedian, hosts the Political Party, which is a decent podcast that I would recommend. And he does rock and roll football on Absolute Radio. He's ah, also okay, a Nottingham yeah. Forest fan. So I listen to you that. Like him. And he came across brilliantly, such a positive and intellectual and interesting guy and shares many opinions I do on football, which is, I don't know anything about tactics or anything like that, but I just like watching football and I like attacking play and I like the stories behind football. I don't really pay any attention to the tactics, I just... Enjoy the spectacle, and he was very. And he talked about that, and it's on the podcast. It's very interesting in his, his opinions on football. Um And I'd imagine if he does play Fantasy football, he's probably like me and just <laughs> doesn't <laughs> got clue what he's doing. He yeah. <laughs> takes a lot of risks yeah. for the fun. <laughs>
1: What is it? What's the line? Nostalgia is better than logic. Yeah, nostalgia yeah. is better than logic. <laughs> I'd like nice to get you get tattooed on you by the end of the season. Right, t shirt well, t-shirt. Yeah. I've, I've cracked into the Big Tom, by the way, if anyone okay. wants a bit Ooh, of this. Oh, nice. Spicy, so spicy, spicy tomato. I'll have some, Spicy yeah. Virgin Mary. Just, uh, Very nice. Yeah, it's I'll good, join you. good little uh, winter warmer, almost. So, um, we should get back into TCT, shouldn't we? Mm. Toddler yeah. Captain Tips, which is something we've been doing throughout the season, where we get toddlers to choose... Usually, from their parents' uh, captain or vice captain tips to decide which one should wear the armband. We're currently, we haven't been able to get it every week, or occasionally the kids didn't want to give an answer. So, we're not bang up to date with the game weeks, but we're currently 7 5 to the adults. Mm-hmm. So it's, the still adults. Pretty cla- it's still pretty <laughs> close. And I've got one from this week, um, which I will play you now. Mm. So, this is, uh, sorry, this is uh, Elizabeth who's seven. It's for her dad, Mark Dibble, who's in Derby. So, I'll play it to you now.
0: Hello, my name's Elizabeth,
1: and I'm seven. And I choose Sterling. <laughs> there you go. A <laughs> bit of quiet deliberation in yeah. the background. This there. Is often the case. A bit of prompting. Yeah. So, so there you go, Mark. You got Sterling for the weekend. So, Man City, have got Wolves.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Sterling got an assist in the
2: last game week, but
0: yeah, I oh. ditched him. Yeah, that's tough. He he, he is tough.
2: Salah's got Brighton, has not he? But so it was Salah or Rostock. Okay, um, yeah, I would.
1: I think the kid's chosen wrong there. Sorry, yeah, Elizabeth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Though. I don't know. I think Man City might go on a bit of a run uh, now. Now that Pep's stopped wearing the jardigan, <laughs> uh, that was the reason they edged that game, wasn't it? That jardigan. That was just, just not a good look. I mean, oh. for a man, everyone compliments on his style. Suddenly, he's wearing this kind of big, thick. Who did cardigan? Mm. That's terrible, so that, wasn't that? That was putting off the players, definitely.
0: Speaking of sartorial mistakes, <laughs> did anyone catch Tony Adams' suit mm. over the weekend? Yeah. No, oh, I think what happened? Oh, it was beautiful. Uh, he was, I uh, think, was on BT Sport. Um, uh, for the Blackpool Arsenal game and it was three piece yeah. in baby blue yeah. I think it might have been velvet or it it was certainly very Austin, Austin Powers yeah it was it was
2: it was amazing <laughs> and he did have the glasses on as well so I <laughs> think did. a couple of people commented on the Austin Powers did so get so it get referenced during the, during the show uh,
0: not that I can recall
2: actually no no there was some some comment from Gary Lineker oh yeah Gary Lineker tweeted um I reckon uh, Tony Adams' <laughs> Tony Adams's suit is going to have its own Twitter account by the end of this night. And then the first comment was from Tony Adams' suit, so hello, or something like
0: that. Uh, very good. So yeah, yeah it, was, um,
2: it, it was hideous. It was, it was <laughs> but was fair, play, fair it. play to him. Now he's part of the Rugby League fraternity. <laughs> it's
0: so bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. It I mean, his post-football career is just mental, isn't yeah. it? It's Wickham, Azerbaijan, rugby. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so what, was this, what was the Spanish team he was at there's that famous kind of clip of him training them doing all that oh, just, doing gesticulating the, um, he, Malaga, or something yeah. I can't remember who yeah. it was I not remember who it was it didn't work out no, no. It didn't, <laughs> no. his enthusiasm on the training
2: as with most of his career choices post football <laughs> didn't work out, that doesn't work out. Uh, but good luck to him yes. in rugby league well
1: shall we move on to the salary reveal and then we can yeah. head oh, yes. to game week yeah. 22
0: 37
1: West Ham, 37 West Ham yeah. only players turn up with a broken ankle who are you going for?
0: Well, I said Stuart Pierce. I think Will might have it there.
1: Yeah. You go for Stuart Pierce. I'm going to well. go
0: for Pierce. got both go. Okay, for I'll go. Well, I, I, the other one I thought was Julian Dix, but he never left to be re signed. He, he was. He was. I way think he was. He, well, he, he retired, was well
2: retired at like 26. I thought mean, he was playing he? golf then,
1: yeah. wasn't he? Um, yeah, no, you both nailed it. It was Stuart Pierce. There we go. There so go. good. There you go. Oh, that's, that's good, a isn't it? Play with a broken ankle Playing
0: Crikey.
1: Yeah. There can't be many other players that have done that since. No. Well yeah, okay. Right so there we are That's Sari revealed We can look ahead To game week 22 Yeah what I think we've we already Touched on it So Rich you paid Your, your two wild cards In two hours <laughs> Yeah I, I, I,
2: I, I
0: A shot crammed through, crammed
1: through My lots What quickly. chips have
2: you got left I've only got I've got all of them I've got free hit And and another wild card That's uh, it
0: Did you do triple captain uh, Yeah
2: I used that uh, on, I, I used it. that on Aguero okay. In like week 6 Which he got an assist So it wasn't terrible Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't ideal yeah. I'll tell you what, actually, probably worth mentioning very quickly before we go on to so next week is uh, Fancy Football, which regular oh, yes. listeners will know is my my fiancé's team, um, made up of horror. players that are, she deems to be good looking, yeah. and Harry Kane, uh, and uh, yeah, they had had an absolute blinder last weekend, I think 78 points, something like that, very Whoa. good. Massive. Very good score for her So um And very good score for anyone To be fair yeah. Way more than I think I got 46 So <laughs> way more than I did <laughs> So uh, yeah Full credit to her And her ha- Handsome chaps Um There was There was a uh, There was a tweet In saying that she should sign uh, Who was it It was um I think it was someone Someone saying that she should sign James Tompkins From Palace But I think that's a, Oh yeah Yeah I mean Based on his looks Rather than his ability And I mean I yeah, can't can't see
1: how, is he scoring points for them? Is he? Well, you know what? He uh, there's been a few clean sheets lately, mm-hmm. and yeah. he, he does get a goal from the odd set piece. So okay, well, bit well of maybe a maybe should bring bill doesn't he? Yeah, and yeah. So that's it, it, what are you doing, Will? You, you did, you did I'm your crazy with, yeah. twelve point hit over Christmas. yeah, and I'm
2: happy with my team. Mm. I'm not making any changes. It's it's quite a tough weekend because most of the bigger sides have well, obviously Spurs have got Man U which is a fairly big game. Yeah, both sides in. Fairly rich form, obviously Spurs had their disappointing game against Wolves, but have bounced back since then. Uh, and United are firing all cylinders, so that'll be an interesting game, but probably not an ideal game for FPL managers. Yeah. And then Arsenal away at West Ham feels like quite a hard game for
1: them. Liverpool away at Brighton feels hard. Brighton are yeah. on, on great... Brighton just get 11 men behind the ball at home as well. Mm. I've watched them a couple of times at home this season and it's not a great spectacle.
2: Yeah, so I don't really know where the points are going to come from. I guess Chelsea, Newcastle. Yeah, that looks City, good, does City against Wolves. But then City. Wolves are doing well. It's very tricky. I, I, I mean, but then Wolves lost to Palace, didn't they? So... Everyone's been quite erratic Yeah so it it's kind of, bit... I think it's
1: looking at the next sort of Three or four weeks And as we kind of mentioned In our six and six I think Tottenham have got Good fixtures coming up West Ham's run of fixtures Is still good mm. Yeah Everton um, have got a good run Arnautovic like came off injured Though in the that's cup game. Yeah that's, Back injury But He looked like he was Going to be fine Maybe he'll be fine for the Arsenal game They seem to risk him If he's got a bit of an injury Don't yeah, they
0: Yeah There'll be goals in that game I mean Arsenal yeah. can't defend for, can't Yeah defend, Definitely Definitely
1: and a lot of people, Everton's fixtures look good, and a lot of people say in Southampton as well. Yeah, I mean they've definitely looked better
2: since then, the um what what what's his real name? Yeah, what's the name? Rabbit Rabbit Hutch. <laughs> uh, since he the <laughs> rabbit, rabbit Hutch <laughs> took over, um
0: yeah. So Southampton, they've got some good fixtures. They got some. I mean it's it's their defenders. I, I saw something somewhere like they've got a couple of defenders who are playing were like three point nine and four point two. Yeah. And they're actually keeping clean sheets, but mm. I don't know. I'm I'm not confident enough to, to dig into South's um, yeah. backline yet. Yeah, but yeah, and Ings, Ings Austin is
2: injured. Ding. Oh, Austin, Ings is injured, but yeah, yeah Austin's Austin's Ings ding. is out this weekend, apparently. And I, who, one bad. of you tipped Redmond, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, actually, yeah that's yeah, good. That's a good
1: shout. I think as well. Yeah, I've, I've got that t- those two cheap players that I need to get rid of, but I'm just trying to free up money from elsewhere. Is my dilemma. So, I think I will do nothing this weekend and then mm. save two transfers and maybe do that three transfer thing for the mini wildcard and get rid of an expensive player but I don't know who that is it's almost like I'm waiting for an injury to decide it for me
0: yeah because
1: I've got Alonso Kane Sterling you know I did get Salah. rid of
0: Alonso I like, called time on him yeah
1: that might happen soon I wasn't sure it's a tricky one with Alonso because I get
0: the,
2: the the argument that I see everywhere is you know he scores loads of points which is totally true but he does cost so much so much yeah. and you kind of you've got to weigh it up if you want to free up cash, then Alonso's obviously a good person to sell, but then you don't
0: have him anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I'm temp- I've, I've got Robertson at the moment. I wild him in, and I'm mm. wondering whether I should have brought in Trent. Because yeah, I mean, I've, had, I've had
2: Robertson all season. He's been great, and he just scores points all yeah. the time, doesn't he? He, he does because even when they're not, you know, he got an assist at the in the city game. You know, yeah, they yeah. lose two one. He, he still gets an assist. Yeah.
1: Klopp did say this week that he was going to start playing Moreno too. Right, and that he was going to start playing uh, Mignolet instead of Allerton because well, the attempts to no, the fixtures tonight. That's the game tonight against yeah. The Wolves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he was kind of suggesting it might start happening more oh, regularly because really. December's now done and the fixtures are done. Right, but you don't know, do you? Yeah, yeah, know you're you're reading really said what you were, but I think also, I mean so the most transferred in a Rashford, as we mentioned there, yeah. Pereira right back at Leicester. Yeah, good. Yeah. Getting a few assists. Got a goal the other day, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Ogba. I think he's playing wing back as well, so he's going yeah. forward a lot. Pogba and then Fraser. People thought he's fourth, and then Son, which is odd because its not isn't he he's off, off? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's people not knowing that, yeah. not knowing about
2: the Asian Cup. Imagine like, that. like us. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, I noticed that um, Matt Cash because Matt Cash is off in the Asian Cup, isn't he? Brighton, right? But apparently Australia are doing badly, so. He might be back, right, sooner than sooner than they thought. Um, but yeah, so I think that those mid-season international tournaments cause chaos, oh, don't they? They're I mean, nightmare. one can they're... only imagine what chaos that in that Qatar in the winter is going to cause. Oh, God,
0: well, yeah, three so years wrong, time. Well, so they'll wrong. stop the Premier League season. Will they it? will. They're
2: going to have a break, but it's still going to. I mean, injuries and whatever else. Yeah, it's true.
0: Gonna... And the Africa Cup of Nations causes chaos. When yeah. it comes around every two years, doesn't it? Mm. Very um, odd. One thing I meant to mention earlier yes. was um, we saw over the festive period the return. Actually, this year the return of the curse of Aaron Ramsey. Mm, yeah, we did, didn't we? He's, tragic. He's, yeah, away. his goal against Fulham meant the he death few, of Mean Gene it? Ockland. Yeah,
2: with, um, WWF. Ah. Find the finest interviewer in WWF history. Can't beat Mean Gene, can you? No, it's very sad. Very sad. But yeah. Ramsey needs to be stopped. Well, hopefully to... when he leaves for Juventus people will stop dying
1: yeah yeah hopefully the Mafia will employ him or something
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah that's oh, why he's I'm going there man. Hitman
1: I think so so is that, that us done for the for the week we've got a, mm. um, so that's us looking ahead of Game Week 22 we'll be back next week and we've got some yeah. special guests lined up for next mm. week we've got some
2: special guests lined up I won't say who just in case they bail on us <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah there I'm should sure be some they special won't.
1: voices and um, yeah thanks for listening yeah, thank and we'll you. we'll be back next week yeah. for more Get in yeah. touch on the socials, which we haven't mentioned yes, once. Please do, and if you're in San Jose, definitely get in touch on the socials.
2: Yeah, we've noticed that we've got a lot of listeners in San Jose in uh, in America.
1: So yeah, please drop yeah, us a so line. We'll send you some beer mats if you want them as well. Yeah,
2: get in yeah,
0: touch. I do. Bye. So, yeah, right, right 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 right. Bye. Bye.
1: Please um
0: rate and review my daddy's podcast
1: so he doesn't get crossed